folks, and welcome to episode 103 of the Social Liability Podcast. I'm your host, the Raspberries, with my co-host, the Buck Grundle. I just called you the Buck Grundle. I should just called you the Buck. I know. I'm sorry. And bringing you the new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And I just completely botched the opening because I called you by your old name. And you're muted. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> so we're just off to a great start. <laughs> Hey, you know what, though? I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you can still call me the Buck Rundle. The only reason why I changed is because I thought I was going to be cool. And then you shit all over my fucking parade, and I was just like, change it back, and you didn't. You are just like, I'm just going to call you the Buck. I'm like, okay, call me whatever you want. I mean, like, I'm not responsible enough to pick my own name. Like, I've already demonstrated that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to change my name. Three episodes later, I'm like, nah, I'll change it back. So I I kind of I kind of have to like just kind of go with whatever you call me. It's not really fair for me to bitch. So Buck, Buck Rundle, well, whatever hey, whatever the case. Henceforth may be. I shall refer to you as Steve. That's a lot better than what I really thought you were going to go with. <laughs> 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 I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, Steve, <laughs> No, I'm not doing that. I don't like Steve's. Uh, our first story comes from ABC7 Eyewitness News. North Carolina couple adopts gay dog after owners abandoned him. Have you heard about this shit? This has been like all over the news this past week. Oh, uh, uh, no, no. This is actually the first that uh, that this that <laughs> I I can't even just just go ahead just dive right into it, man. Throw me into the pool. So <laughs> the story first came out like literally like the same day as the last time we recorded. So I put it in our little stream so I'd remember to to look it up, and and then I saw like, it progressed every day. It was on the news like every day about this fucking dog. <laughs> And then there was an update to the story, so I had to throw away the original article. I had to hurry up and find the new one here right before we started recording. But uh, this happened in Charlotte, North Carolina. A dog was reportedly abandoned at North Carolina shelter because its owners thought it was gay since it has since been adopted. Uh, Stanley County Animal Shelter said it received a four- or five-year-old 50-pound dog from owners who didn't want him anymore. They told the shelter they believed the dog was gay because it humped another male dog. Dog behaviorist. Uh, will tell you that dogs hump other dogs. They do it as a part of playing and sometimes to reinforce hierarchical uh, social structures. It's not an indication of sexual orientation. <laughs> when Steve Nichols and his partner John Wynn heard about the story, they knew they had to step up. Nichols and Wynn have been an openly gay couple for 33 years. They said they have faced the same type of ignorance and bigotry in their lives and wanted to open their homes to the dog. Once the paperwork was complete, the couple adopted the dog and renamed him Oscar after Oscar Wilde, the famous author who was imprisoned in London in the late 1800s for being homosexual. <laughs> this dog humped another dog. I don't want it in my house. It's gay. <laughs> so that's 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 the grave they're dancing on, huh? My, my male dog humped another male dog, so he must be gay, and now I no longer want like that's that like is yeah. that really like that's it that's that's the story <laughs> that's i just played the intro again oops but yeah that's the fucking story <laughs> no man you know there 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 are a lot of like for something with so little substance there's just so many things going on with this 
It's a short story. I mean, it's a short story, but goddamn. Yeah. Can you imagine working yeah, at a shelter but... and someone coming in with their dog? I need to surrender my animal. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry that you have to do this. I'm not. He's gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I... Now, let me just. I, I guess does, does, I guess does, the best way does your dog the best bark way to with look a lisp? at it. <laughs> Did your dog bark with a lisp? <laughs> <laughs> Woof! No. Woof! Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, woof! <laughs> I ordered the pate. <laughs> no. Okay. So, all 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 homosexuality jokes aside, like that's some pretty deplorable behavior, you know. It really just, is. How could you be like, so fucking homophobic that your dog humped another dog? Oh my god, he's gay. <laughs> like that how, That's how, trans how homophobic and how just fucking stupid are you? I'm actually quite glad that these people surrendered their dog because they're, yeah. they're too stupid to have pets. <laughs> I mean like you know this this random act of 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 real just true ignorance and hatred really just worked out really good for that pooch. I mean, I mean that's 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 what I'm gonna hang my hat on. That's that's the nail I'm gonna hang my hat on right there. Like at least it worked out better for 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 Oscar. For Oscar, Oscar the gay dog. So <laughs> you know, I never we have some pretty. Like, now we have we actually have a very broad algorithm for giving out fives, but you know, this this <laughs> I can't I I really can't see myself giving a lower score than that. I mean, like you hate that much, and you're just you're just that set in your ways. And you hate homosexuality that much that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna give up a dog. You're gonna give up a dog. Like hey, that's just, that's just, that's reason just, to go with that. Let's just presume they got it as a puppy, and mm. the dog is four to five years old. I Means they've had that dog in their home four or five years. They they they've bonded with that dog. They've you know enjoyed family. There's presumably there's family photos with that dog. Do they go back now and cut the pictures of the dog out? <laughs> I mean seriously, <laughs> this is one of the stupidest fucking things I've heard in a long time. <laughs> you know, it's people. People really like they overanalyze like the stupidest things. And and what a what a trashy, trashy reason. Like, look how much time we've given this article. As look how short it was, and how much time we've given it. You know, I mean, like that. That I'm I'm done. I'm done. These people are fucking garbage. These people are just absolute garbage. I'm giving them five. You know, if you if you are that hateful to where to where you're gonna give up a dog because you you. Saw it humping another dog, another male dog, and now it's gay. And you hate gay that bad. You hate homosexuality that bad that now you're just going to be like, no, wash my hands of this one. No, I can't imagine how you would treat a gay person. Like, no, you get a five. Like, you, you, no, 
I'm done. <laughs> Fair enough. Our next story comes from WSB TV Atlanta 2. Extremely intoxicated couple stole school bus for joyride crashing through a fence, deputies say. An extremely intoxicated young couple stole a school bus and took it on a joyride before crashing it through a neighbor's fence Tuesday morning. Uh, deputies originally said the man was arrested in an incident, but later determined through surveillance footage that the man's girlfriend was also involved. Deputies said they were called out just before 4 a.m. when neighbors woke up to discover a uh, Paulding Pol- yeah, County school bus had crashed through their fence into their yard. The driver and his girlfriend were both restrained by neighbors until deputies could arrive. Investigators determined that Cody Dalton Green and Haley Michelle Turner broke into the parking lot of Moss Middle School, stole a school bus, and used it to plow the gates of, to the parking lot. <laughs> they then uh, used the, the bus to push their own car up a hill and took turns behind the wheel. They eventually crashed into the fence of a home on Birch River Point. Neighbors told investigators the couple was extremely intoxicated or impaired when they restrained them. Deputies were concerned that Turner was overdosing and she was rushed to the hospital. After deputies reviewed surveillance video and Turner was released from the hospital, she was arrested. Cody Dalton Green is facing 10 charges, including theft by taking, hit and run, DUI, driving without a license. Wow. They're also facing charges of possession of heroin and giving false names after they were initially uh, gave the deputies his brother's identification. Uh, Turner was charged with theft by taking, criminal interference with government property, loitering, and prowling. The couple was being held at Paulding County Jail, where more charges are pending. <laughs> you just get so they were high on heroin. Stole a school bus, mm. pushed their car around with the school bus, and then plowed it into someone's yard through their fence. And then lied about who they were, gave his brother's identification. You know, that's that, that's that's one thing that always boggles my mind. A lot of times when people give false ID, they give a family member's ID because they have a, like a, a reasonable resemblance to them. But, you know, you're fucking over that family member if someone actually falls for it. So, that's this kind of shitbag you are? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually just thinking that. Like, I'm giving, like, right out of the gate, these people get a four. I mean, like, I, I that's, it, it, hmm. And, hmm, there's just. <laughs> You're at a loss for words. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just I'm trying to, like, articulate, like, six different thoughts at once. And it's just extremely difficult because I've done a lot of stupid things in my life and and you know I'm actually quite proud of most of them but if this were if 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 I were creating a a DVD of my life story and this were a moment that were that were in there I would edit this out like <laughs> I'd be like yeah we're just going to we're going to scrap this one we'll throw Johnny Depp's name in the uh, credit reel and uh and we'll just keep on moving along. You know, hopefully we can just uh, get something good in post-production, maybe throw it in the blooper reel. You know, this is this is a special kind of stupid that is reserved for the Social Liability Podcast. I mean, stealing a school bus and push it, like, stealing a school bus is a shitbag thing enough to do already. But then pushing your car around with it. 
And then, you know? then busting through someone's fence and just being high, you know, on heroin. I mean, like, <laughs> like there are a lot of activities that that one could engage in while high on heroin. And are you, of, are of you the are, wait, 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 are you advocating the use of heroin? I'm advocating for the responsible use of drugs. If you're going to do it, don't be a dipshit. If you're going to go and rip yourself... Uh, I, I would you know, argue that a, someone a, doing heroin is a dipshit. Yeah, well, listen. If you're going to, like, blast yourself in, into, like, a space-time wormhole because you're, you're you know, injecting that much heroin, maybe, you, maybe the list of activities that you engage in should exclude operating machinery. You know, my question is, is what made them want to push their own car with the school bus? Heroin. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, see, what did, more do you did want, heroin? Did, well, I mean, did did the heroin make them like park their own car and just drive it up a hill and be like, oh, we can push it up the hill with the school bus? Or did it actually break down? I mean, like that's all irrelevant. It, it really, it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. You know. And by the way, they call this a joyride. It was until the end, I imagine. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like joyrides, to me, should have a happy ending. You know, this this is just a comedy of errors. Like this is at least no one got hurt. I'll downgrade him to a three. Oh no, 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 no! I, I can't, I can't come off a four. There's no way in hell. No way in hell. But again, we sometimes disagree, and that's only human. <laughs> All right, Buck, we're back with the second half, and we're going straight to what is this? Uh, Click2Houston.com. Houston man accused of shooting restaurant worker over barbecue sauce. A man accused of shooting a restaurant worker over barbecue sauce is now being held in jail with no bond. Investigators say 36 year old Andre Thompson became infuriated over a takeout order. Thompson is now facing two charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and burglary of habitation. That's a, that's a new version of a charge. It's certainly bizarre, Jill Wills of the Harris County District Attorney's Office said. Wells said it started at Dickey's Barbecue Pit on Shady Drive in northeast Harris County back in January. Prosecutors say Thompson picks up his order and then left. I'm sorry, it's Thomas. Thomas, not Thompson. Uh, then he called the restaurant angry and upset that they did not give him enough barbecue sauce in his to-go order. Workers tried to resolve the problem, but Thomas was one unhappy and went back to the establishment. Now he's verbally threatening them, saying, I'm going to come back and shoot up the place. Over barbecue sauce. Must be some good fucking barbecue sauce. Authorities say Thomas, Thomas never even left the parking lot. Uh, he waited for them to leave. Uh, he was uh, by some nearby gas pumps waiting for them. Investigators say Thomas followed the workers down the road and fired shots into the car. He strikes one of the complainant victims five times, breaking a bone in her arm. The other victim, thank goodness, was not shot. Thomas is a felon who was already out on bond facing five other felony bonds at the time of the shooting. He's now back in jail, all because of barbecue sauce. In this case, the judge immediately revoked his old bonds. Uh, he, is a, he is a no bond on all new cases, and again today, she reaffirmed her decision. Well said the situation that 
There have been a lot worse workers could have been killed. No, well, okay, well, well, I'm always on the bright side, I guess. Thomas has a previous criminal history dating back to 2009, which includes retaliation, harassment, felon in possession of a weapon, assault on a peace officer, and assault of a family member. His arraignment is set for February 28th, and a bond hearing will be held in April. Why am I just not seeing this? This happened back in February. Where'd you find this one, Buck? It's a month I, old. We had this kind of... Hey, you know what? I send them to you, and you meticulously vet them out. I don't vet this... shit. I don't vet shit. I look at it, and I see if it's long enough. Guess what? That is a failure on... Well, it's just no, a failure. The concept we should... is we don't yeah. know the stories going into them. Come on. You, you helped design this show. You know this. Yeah, but I remember I remember back in a different episode we were like, yeah, we should check the dates on these. I'll I'll get on that. Like I think I even committed to it. I was like, yeah, I'll make sure the dates are good. Like that's why I was like, this is a failure on No, it's just a failure. I was going <laughs> to I was going to try and blame it on you. I really was. But then I was like, nah. No, I believe that there's actual like recorded audio evidence somewhere of me professing that I would do this. I'm not I'm not going to shoot myself in the foot. Doesn't matter whether I can still walk or not. I'm going to keep my foot. But um, so so home, we got homie picks up his fucking his fucking yeah. brisk, brisket or whatever. He gets back to the house and says, "Those motherfuckers didn't give me no barbecue sauce." <laughs> he calls them, chews their asses on the phone, goes back to the restaurant, tells them he's going to shoot the place up, and then just sits across the street at the gas station waiting for them to leave so he can shoot their car. He was probably eating his sandwich the whole time. His dry-ass sandwich. <laughs> dry-ass sandwich, just like every bite, loathing his existence. This sandwich is so fucking so like dry. They... Um, these bitches are going to die. Um, um. How, am I su- how am I supposed to practice safe lunch without a condiment? <laughs> yeah, I did that. Yeah, I hit the wrong, <laughs> and I hit the wrong button too. <laughs> did I get? Did I? Did, which one did I get? Oh, you got the dun dun dun. <laughs> yes, that's the best. <laughs> oh man, the harrowing tale of brisket and barbecue. Ooh, it's a tale. Where does the <laughs> wh- where does the ever changing gambit of life take us in this condiment related roulette? But no, so what if what if what an extreme thing to do over barbecue sauce, regardless. I mean, For you know, anything, we've encountered really. quite a bit. <laughs> I, I mean, like, we've encountered quite a bit of crazy. Like, we've we've met people face-to-face and have actually, like, served them meals and had conversations with them because there's nothing else to do in jail on third shift about about the, the myriad of stupid reasons other people pull guns on people. And I... I've never encountered a condiment being the culprit. Just can't say that I have. So this guy is going to wait. Like, this is another five, man. Absolutely. He used a gun in the commission of a crime. That's five on the, that's an automatic five on the social liability podcast. You don't don't get out of that one. You don't get out of that one. (laughs) Okay. Whoa. So, all right. You know what? I mean, we got a condiment caper, people robbing school buses, something else that I forgot about already. Now, what's uh, what's 
What's our last article of the day? How are we going to wrap this up? Well, I entitled this episode A Burning Desire for the Rapture. <laughs> oh, this yeah. Is, this is being reported by KNOE8 News. Uh, this is in Jonesboro, Arkansas. A Jonesboro attorney has filed a lawsuit against a Little Rock funeral home after his client said the funeral home cremated their loved one against their wishes, preventing the deceased from being raptured following the second coming. According to the lawsuit, Harold D. Lee a, of Pauline, South Carolina, wished to be buried next to his parents in Quitman, Arkansas Cemetery after he was found dead on Thanksgiving uh, of 2019. Now, the way that's written, he, he this is what he wished after he died. Come on, commas, folks, they're your friend. The lawsuit filed by Brandon Lacey and Lacey Firm on March 8th said that Harold was tra uh, transfer, uh, yeah, transferred Roller McNutt <laughs> Funeral Home based on his final wishes. The six-page suit stated the family made arrangements with Roller McNutt Funeral Home for the purposes of transfer, funeral arrangements, casket purchase, and internment. Being extremely religious, uh, the suit stated Harold stickily desired to be cremated. It should be strictly, but it says stickily. <laughs> S-T-I-C-K. Stickily. <laughs> As he believed his body would be raptured following the second coming. However, the funeral home notified the family on December 10th, 2019. They accidentally cremated the body. <laughs> the suit stated the plaintiff, uh, Eunice, 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 I don't know. <laughs> U-N. Eunice. It is Eunice. E-U-N-I-C-E. Yes, that's Eunice. Oh my God. This woman's name, that poor woman, did her parents hate her? Eunice Lee, Harold's wife, was violently shaking in shock when she learned of the mistake. Lacey stated the funeral home's actions caused family, uh, Harold's family extreme mental and emotional distress after failing to abide by Harold's demands. Now they're demands, they're not wishes, they're demands. Roller McNutt waived the cost of the funeral, apologizing for the mistake, and returned the $5,000 it was paid in burial insurance after the mistake was made, according to the lawsuit. Harold's family is asking for financial restitution and to recover damages. An attorney for the funeral home, Michael Harrison, admitted his clients cremated Harold, but denied any of the other allegations by the family. Regional 8 News called Roller McNutt Funeral Home Tuesday night. The person who responded referred us to the corporate office. No court dates have been set. <laughs> okay. All right, let's just start off right now, okay? If dude contracted said services with a funeral home called Roller McNutt and expected them to be to be expedited to the letter, failure, failure on your part, failure on your part. I bet you that this place has scathing Yelp reviews. Man should have known better. Either that or there's not more than one funeral home. In, uh, in in whatever town in Arkansas this is, so um, that's that's one, and then two. If I were the judge, and and I had to seriously look at these people and be like, okay, so we we are seeking damages for eternal damages here. You've put me in an interesting predicament here. So what I'm going to do is, 
is I'm going to award you infinity dollars. Okay, you're right. You win. You've been damaged, and 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 the damage is eternal. Infinity dollars goes to you. Funeral home. You are hereby ordered to pay them one dollar a month for the rest of time. Swing the gavel. Have a good day. Everybody goes and has a has a taco. It's like, all right, you know what? You can have your cake, but you'll never eat it. So here's, you know, I, but but uh, you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, you know, guy, guy was kind of done wrong. You know, your last wishes should be adhered to. But at the end of the day, uh, I guess, I guess, I, I lack the personal experience with something uh, relating to last wishes to really like attach myself to this one too too much. Okay, before I go into my analysis of this, I want to say one thing. I am extremely disappointed in this story, Buck, because I just read the headlines and then I make sure the story's long enough. That is that is literally how we vet these. Okay, I literally look at the title and then I look to make sure the story is long enough to be on the show. And when I read the headline, Funeral Home Sued After Man Hoping to Be Raptured is Cremated. In my mind, I envision dude <laughs> hurling himself into the oven. <laughs> I know. I I was very underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed. By... I was like, oh, I wanted to see this dude just dive into the oven, man. That's what I was hoping for in the story. But let's go into this a little bit. Uh, if you are um, of a religious sect that believes in the rapture, that's fine. You can believe whatever you want. But to believe that a, a supreme deity would say that after you died, something happened to your body, and that means you could no longer enter, you know, the afterlife or, or whatever the, the rapture is supposed to represent, uh, ascendance of some kind. Um, that's pretty short-sighted of a deity, considering that, you know, bodies are destroyed all the time. They decompose. They go away. And how is that the, the fault of the person who, who, left, who led this pious life? and you know did everything right in order to uh ensure their spot in in god's eternal glory and then something happens after they're dead that they can't control i mean how is how is a, a loving and uh like a, a god that embraces everyone into their home uh I, I just don't understand how you could you think that your 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 god would uh would act that way that just seems a little odd. Uh, next, uh, Buck, have you ever seen a cemetery? They're goddamn huge. They're usually on really good real estate. And I don't understand why we still bury our dead in the way that we do. Why do we pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for a box that we're going to put a corpse in and bury and never see again? Uh, because guess what? They're not the comfort level of the box doesn't matter. <laughs> and, you know, we, we, we then have to take care of that land in the perpetuity. You know, I, I've actually seen, you know, I, I've, I know people that work in cemeteries and, you know, they'll have a relative that never even met the person because they died a hundred years ago. And how dare you let weeds grow around this headstone? You know how many headstones there are? 
<laughs> there's there's like 30,000 people buried in the cemetery, you know. <laughs> um I I just don't I don't understand it because, you know, given one generation ago, then no one even knew you existed. They're going to come up with a rock with your name on it. I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Uh, just seems like an, I, like a total waste of space and resources. And the, the funeral industry is a lot like the diamond industry. It's completely, the value of it's completely overinflated by their own marketing. Yep. I mean, you know, they, they, uh, they, they appeal to people's hearts, not their wallets. You know, this is what, and that's this is, uh, this is what Meemaw would have wanted. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, I can't help but really like my two big takeaways from this. Nope, I lost them both. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I got it. we're back. back. <laughs> we're back. They're back. they're back. Okay, so first off, I'll go back to my own like. You know, I'll, I'll go back to what you were saying about the supreme deity and everything like that. And and I again, I'm going to have to, you know, go along with the fact that you know cremation doesn't necessarily mean that you give up your seat in the upper room. You know, um, I just, I, I personally just don't believe that. And second is there are, and and this this stems back to to what you were saying about cemeteries. There are at least three, maybe four different ways that I can think of off the rip to put a body in a box and take up less space than a cemetery plot would be. And uh, and yeah, I think I think that cemeteries are a gross misuse of of real estate. But um, yeah, I, I, I I'm gonna give these people a score of like a two. I mean, who do you score? Uh, do you score the, the this funeral home that cremated them, or do you score the family that's suing? Uh, I gotta score the crematorium, or I gotta score the funeral home because the guy did have listed last wishes, and they made a mistake. And and since the mistake made the news, and since since this place is gonna get a lot of bad publicity, you know, poor poor poor, poor folks at Roller McNutt or whatever whatever the place is. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, clean up, clean up your act a little bit, folks. You know, let's let's, you know, tighten our processes up a little bit. Remember, you know, remember who we're doing this for. Here's, you know? I'm not, I'm not advocating <laughs> for not having funerals. Don't, don't misunderstand. Don't, don't misinterpret what I'm saying. Uh, there's a certain uh, therapeutic nature of having those uh, celebrations of life, uh, what they're supposed to be, as opposed to the. Uh, morning of death. Uh, it should be a celebration of life, in my opinion. But I digress. Uh, I just I don't see the value in visiting a rock with someone's name on it, knowing that their decomposing, rotting carcass is beneath that rock. <sighs> I don't get it, but I don't have to. It's them, not me. Um, yes, the funeral home fucked up. Yes, there should be recompense. But you know, it is. Is getting the money from the funeral home going to allow you to go to the church and, and you know, buy a, an indulgence to get him into heaven now that he's been cremated? Is that is that the purpose here? Um, tell, doesn't seem very a dollar Christian. a month. Doesn't seem very Christian of you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dollar a month for 
for for for eternity. That's that's what you get. Boy. Eventually, you'll get infinity dollars. You believe in eternity. You should have no problem waiting. Bingo. <laughs> okay, folks. That being said, that brings us to an end of another episode. I am the Razgrees. This is the Buck asking you to please like, subscribe, tell a friend, and just keep listening. That's it. It doesn't cost anything, so enjoy the show, and we'll see you next week, or rather this coming Wednesday, on the Social Liability Podcast. 